This is Lisa Nearing with another episode of Soft Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age. This podcast is sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network and True North Homeschool Academy. True North Homeschool Academy offers live online and self-paced courses that are dynamic, interactive, affordable, and fun. Our self-paced classes allow students to move at their own pace and include American Sign Language, Forensic Science, Veterinary Science, Biotechnology, 3D modeling, graphic design, culinary arts, and game design. We also offer ebooks on various subjects, including Celebrate Sakut, on sale this month of October for only 99 cents. This is a great way to learn about the biblical feast of tabernacles and gain greater understanding of God's word. We also offer biblical Hebrew and modern Hebrew, taught live each week from Israel by Rabbi Arthur Fisher. Hebrew is on the critical languages list and looks great on a transcript. We have adult learners in the class as well, learning right alongside their high school classmates. As always, check out the show notes, which are full of resources. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, please download and share this podcast. And now let's dive into another episode of Soft Skills 101. Katie Potter lives with her family in Indianapolis, Indiana. She and her husband, Ben, have three children, Ellie, Micah, and Silas. She's lived in Indiana her whole life, but loves to travel, especially to the Appalachian Mountains. Katie also loves to write and has self-published several books. One of Katie's passions is family history, both researching her own and sharing how to research and write about family history with children. Potter family favorites are Star Wars, Disney movies, musical theater, reading together, and going on hiking adventures. They are parishioners of Trinity Episcopal Church in downtown Indianapolis. Katie and Ben have homeschooled their children since 2015. They never planned to homeschool, but were inspired by a number of friends and neighbors who homeschooled and helped them start their journey. The Potters love the freedom and flexibility that comes with the homeschool lifestyle, and especially the time they get to spend together and the ability to pursue their passions and interests. Katie holds a bachelor's degree in elementary education from IUPUI. She has worked in special education and ABA therapy. She has been an online ESL teacher for the past two years. She began on her adventure at Trinworth in January 2019. Welcome, everyone. This is Lisa Nearing again with uh, True North Homeschool Academy, and I'm here for another episode of Soft Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age with Katie Andrews Potter. And I am super excited to have Katie here on the show. She is a new teacher, a recent addition to our True North team um, and she brings just a lot of teaching experience online. She is teaching our classical memory classes and our fundamental grammar classes. And she is going to talk about a really cool summer camp idea that she has based on a website that she does called Storybook Writing Family History for Kids. And she's going to tell you more about that. But first of all, welcome, Katie, and thanks for being here today. Thank you so much, Lisa. I'm happy to be here. It has been so fun to get to know you a little bit and welcome you to part of our amazing teaching team at True North. And uh, within two weeks, you had people singing your praises on our Facebook group. <laughs> I don't know what kind of magic you're doing over there, but I'm so happy about it. No, thank you. I'm so happy too. The kids are just a joy. All the families, are, it's just been so much fun and I love it already. Oh, I'm so glad. So you are thinking about doing it. Well, you're not thinking about it. We've already talked about it. It's going to happen, right? You're going to mm-hmm. do it on our camp this year um, based on your program, Storybook Writing Family History for Kids. And this couple months, we're focusing on communication on the Soft Skills Podcast. And this, in my opinion, is a perfect way to build communication skills across generations amongst family members is talking about 
your family stories, which are powerful. They connect you to the people that you don't even know that, that you have their DNA imprinted in your life. So tell us about your site and what you do with it. Okay. Um, so it started a few years ago with project that I called Storybook Ancestor, and it was more broadly focused on simply family history for kids. Um, and it was just a blog and I kind of fell by the wayside a number of times keeping it up. It was just really hard to keep it up um, and keep it going. And so this is a relaunch and a revival of that project um, now called Storybook Writing Family History for Kids, Mm -hmm. focused on just writing family history and personal history with families and kids. And it is more community-based. So what I'm focusing on are live interactions. So like our Facebook group, I'll do lessons and read-alouds and even field trips on Facebook Lives in our Facebook group. And we'll do the class, like the summer class we're doing with True North. And I am also trying to get some local projects going. I'm in central Indiana, so trying to get some workshops going in libraries and Mm -hmm. homeschool groups and places like that. So, but yeah, definitely. I, I am so with you there about connecting across generations. Um, I think it is so important because, um, in our culture, in Western culture, um, the elderly, I don't think are enough, are, are valued as highly as they ought to be. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think it is so important that we pass on their wisdom and their knowledge and their memories. Mm. And we can go back so far, even if we just talk to our grandma. Um, I know the, the reason why I'm so passionate about this is that I started family history work when I was just 16. Mm-hmm. And so I've been able to speak to older family members. And I have had living memories told to me that date back to the early 1800s, which is just brilliant because of things that were passed down to my relatives that they told to me that I'm now able to pass down to my kids. Wow. Love that. And if you've been listening to this whole series on communication, I shared a memory of my own grandpa who got on a railroad at age 12. And I don't know if he was a stowaway or what, but he, he traveled by train from Missouri to Chicago as a 12 year old, stayed there the rest of his life and made a life for himself. And wow. I think he traveled alone. You know, he just, it, he, they weren't able to make it in Missouri. And so he went and found a place where he could create a life for himself. But those are kind of stories that have, wow, they're so rich and mm-hmm. um, bring so much. They, they just make history so much about what was going on at the time. It's hard to be anachronistic when you really look at living stories and you realize the context that people lived in. It, it just, it does so much for our understanding of people who have gone before. Yes. And, absolutely. and how we're, where we're at. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So, and I know you're an author of a couple books. Mm-hmm. Um, so communication is kind of like who you are. <laughs> Do you want to share a little bit about your books and how those all got started? Was that kind of coming out of this project or something different? Sure. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Um, So all of my books actually have to do with family history. Um, My first two books are entitled, um, my very first book was published, self-published actually, um, in 2012, and it is called Going Over Home. And its sequel is called Going Over Jordan. Those are from um, 
the titles are from an old folk song called Wayfaring Stranger. Anybody out there listening, you should look it up. It's a beautiful song. And it's, these are um, historical fiction novels for young adults. Um, and then my third book that I've published is called When Mother Read Aloud. And it is based on my great, great, great grandmother's memoir that I found um, through a, a cousin, a distant cousin, and then I found in a library. And so um, with the help of five local high school students, um, I published it as an illustrated children's book. And it's her memoir of living in Pioneer, Indiana. Wow. Way back yeah. when there was Swampland there, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if you guys yes. hear, uh, uh, what's the book? Um, the Girl of the Limberlost. Yes. Jean yeah. Stratton Porter. Yeah, yes. this is her house there in Indiana. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So Indiana, the whole geography of Indiana has changed since your grandma lived there. Great, great, great grandma mm-hmm. lived there. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, and history is interesting that way, isn't it? Like geography changes over time. Like uh, I, I read a memoir of a friend of mine. Um, when we lived in Pasadena, California, her family had been there for years and years. And her mom wrote a story of when they, they put in the 210 highway and the 210 highway is one of the biggest highways in the world. I think it's like eight lanes on one side. It's, it's this massive highway. They lived there before there was a 210 and part of her memoir was, um, the whole thing about how they put the highway in and it changed neighborhoods and it changed how people interacted and Mm. and the whole geography of that area changed because of the highway being built there. So, uh, just another interesting thing about our stories, how, um, Mm -hmm. we can look at what the landscape was like. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Very interesting. So what is, what is really, how did you get started in this and why I know it's important to you because family stories are just like, they, like you just got to smile when I said that they just warm our heart. Don't they? Like these are my people. Look at how courageous they were or how crazy they were, how, how Mm -hmm. innovative they were or how they didn't give up. I mean, it tells us a lot about who we are, doesn't it? Oh yeah. And how did you get started in all this? Well, I guess the original story is I was, um, I said I was 16, so I was in high school, and I went over to my great-great-aunt's house with my mother one day and um, just happened to notice some photo albums and opened them up and said, realized I didn't know who these people were. Um, and she got to telling me, and she got to tell me stories. And on the way home, I think I actually pulled out some napkins to write down names in the van on the way home, asking my mother so many questions. Okay, who was this, and how were they related, and oh, what did they do? Where were they from? Things like that. And so that was on my mother's side. And then I got started talking to my, my dad's mother, um, my grandma Andrews. Um, I just started going over to her house and she pulled out old family Bibles. Mm-hmm. She pulled out old tin type photos, mm-hmm. um, old Victorian photo albums, all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. and telling me her stories. And I just fell in love with the storytelling mm-hmm. and I got to know her so much better. And I am so, so <laughs> thankful that I was able to talk with her mm-hmm. um, when I, when I was young, because mm-hmm. if I had not, listen to her when I was young, I would not have ever, none of us in our family would have ever known so many of her stories. Yeah. We, one of the things we have on our website at True North Home School Academy is we are people of the book Mm. and um, we're people of the Bible. We believe in the Mm -hmm. Bible. We study it. We love it. And that is our guiding force. But in that we are people of of story, right? We were created to be people of story. We're created to 
we live in a story and, um, and it's his story, which is the greatest story of, of all. But I love how just, just, uh, finding out the stories of your grandparents. And we think, I mean, our grandparents are there when we're born. We think they're going to last forever. Mm-hmm. And boy, they, my, my grandma, my last, um, living grandparent died a couple years ago and it was really rough. Like it was yeah. hard to say goodbye to her because it was so many memories. Like she just, who had been around my whole life, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. My last grandparent passed away last year, my mm-hmm. grandpa Lutz. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a, an, a wake up moment too, for me, not only was it very sad to lose him individually, but it was a wake up moment to think, you know, well, first of all, <laughs> I'm growing up uh-huh. here. I, here I am in my mid thirties, but I'm thinking, Oh, I'm growing up. Um, I am now the link here because so many of these people that I've talked to over the past several years are now passing on and I'm the one to hold on to their stories. It's my responsibility to pass them on. And then from there, it'll be my children's. And so what is the real value? We live in a world of, of quick and easy stories. Like we have Instagram stories and we have Facebook stories now. And um, I think some social media, the it's a 24 hour turnaround before your story goes away, quote unquote. Mm. And I think when we're writing stories and we're teaching our kids to write their stories, they realize that it's not a 20, 20 second soundbite or a 24 hour thing that lasts and then it disappears into nowhere. It's part of who we are. It's part of our memory. It's part of, it's part of what we can pass on to our kids. It's, it's way bigger than social media and tech and, um, and so important because it can define who they are. Absolutely. Yes. Um, my grandmother, my grandma Andrews, her name is Mary. She taught me to truly listen. Mm. She would always say, listen, just very, very succinctly. And then, and she would go on tangents. And at first as a teenager, I mean, I was a teenager back before social media and I didn't have a cell phone until I was in college, but, um, I, you know, (laughs) I would me, I needed to learn to listen as she would say. Mm-hmm. And she just, everything connected back mm-hmm. to her theme or of her life, really. Mm-hmm. You know, everything had a place in her story that she told me. She did not have one word out of place. Mm-hmm. One of the things yeah. she would say would be, now then. <laughs> and that would be her tie-in. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that was her saying, now then. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, absolutely. Uh, learning how to listen, how to truly listen and to listen, to understand, Mm -hmm. um, because we can learn so much from the older generations. Um, those that are living and those that have passed on, um, listening through, um, storytelling face to face and also by reading about our ancestors um, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to do in the storybook ancestor class? And maybe that's not what it'll be called, but what is, what will you teach the kids to do? And kind of what is the target target age for that? Is there, a, do, do kids have to be a certain age or can they be, you know, any age or? Um, I would say my target age is probably um, at least third grade mm-hmm. um, because um, third grade is when, um, 
most schools and curriculum start teaching um, at least community and local history. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is when you really start learning how to um, put, put stories together Mm -hmm. is around that time. Um, You know, we're learning to read up until that point. And now we're learning for understanding Mm -hmm. or reading for understanding and we're writing and we're exploring our imaginations. Um, So I'd say upper elementary would be the target age range um, for and above and Mm -hmm. above for that camp. Um, And the first thing we really want to do is to understand and learn how to communicate with our families. Mm. Um, Actually, the very first thing that we want to do is to know ourselves, Mm -hmm. um, to get to know ourselves because we're part of our family history too. Mm -hmm. And I want kids to know that their story is, is important as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Their story is an integral part of their family history. Mm -hmm. And so to tell their story as well, and to know that it's important, um, And so to listen to stories and how to communicate, how to respectfully listen Mm -hmm. and understand um, stories. And then, so, so there will be um, the beginning at the beginning, we'll talk about like interviewing skills and listening skills and communication skills. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, how to expand upon that, to write about it, how to pick out, oh, this sounded interesting about what grandpa was telling me or great uncle Joe, he said something that sounded like a cool story. Maybe I'll ask him more about that. We could write a storybook about that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And to picture it too, because I want the kids to illustrate it as well. (laughs) Fun, fun. I love how you are really talking about how the kids are an integral part of their family story. Um, One of the things we've talked about on the podcast before is that I hate to even bring this up, but suicide is at an epidemic proportion in our country. And Mm -hmm. people don't realize that, that a lot of kids from 12 on up are really contemplating and actually succeeding at killing themselves. And I, and Mm. personally, I think part of that is because they don't feel like they are really an important part of a bigger story. And with this technological age, I love tech. Here we are, Katie, you're in Indiana, I'm in South Dakota, and we're able to see each other and talk to each other and um, work together. And I love that. Um, It brings so many resources to us. And at the same time, um, it also is a disconnector between who is in front of us. And Mm -hmm. I think teaching our kids that they are a really important, valuable part of a bigger story beyond just themselves in that place or their school or whatever struggles, because life is full of struggle. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that struggle can be a really beautiful part of our story if we understand it as such. And so that's really one of the things I'm excited about this class for is that you're teaching kids that, hey, you're not just some add-on. <laughs> you're not just a chapter that gets left out of the final cut. You right. are an important chapter of this big overarching story that you can be really proud of and excited by and, mm-hmm. um, and can push you on to great things. And wow, that's, that's exciting. That's really yes. exciting. You reminded me um, when I was born, um, my mother told me that her mother, my grandma, Jackie Lutz, um, that she looked around the room in the hospital and said, wow, look what all it took to get her here. Wow. Um, 
And, you know, my grandma, Jackie, passed away when I was seven in a tragic car accident. Um, She was taken from us so suddenly. Um, But it was, um, she, what I remember about her, I have fleeting memories, but what I remember about her is that she made me feel special. Mm. She really did. And so, you know, like what you're saying, um, no, we are not some tangent here. None of these kids are. They are an important part of the story, no matter what their family makeup is like, um, no matter how they came into this world, no matter how they are living their lives or how they are, um, where they find themselves, wherever any kid that lands themselves in a class or a workshop or whatever, with this, I want to them to know that they are special and important. Mm-hmm. And a uh, um, a part of a bigger, uh, like it's like a it's almost like a a quilt. Mm-hmm. Like they are they are a thread and right. in, uh, in the larger story. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is gonna this is this class is gonna teach them how to write, how to interview, mm-hmm. how to illustrate some stuff. And, um, and really help them understand story in a greater way. I mean, as a writing teacher, wow, this just makes me so happy. <laughs> I, I love that. Um, anything else you want to share? I, you have so many things going on. You homeschool your kids, you teach for True North, you teach for magic ears. Am I saying it right? Mm-hmm. Magic ears. Yes. Um, and you have this little side hustle thing business, which I don't know which is the side hustle, but you have <laughs> things going on. Um, a classical uh, you're teaching classical memory and fundamental grammar for us. And then you have the storybook writing family history for kids website. And we will link that um, as well as your books and anything else. So you can find Katie and um, see all the good things that she has going on where she's at and hope to have you participate in this class coming up. Um, check the website and we'll be posting on the Facebook groups and pages for more information about summer classes. But anything you want to, any parting words of wisdom or a story that you want to share with our listeners before we go? Ooh, that's a tall order. (laughs) Um, No, I don't know. I mean, I just, you know what? I just looked up and across the room is my um, bookcase with all of my great, great aunts things. Um, And I just think once again, how important it is for children to start out young, because if I hadn't started out young, my view here would be completely different. And these things would not be treasured in our home right now. Start Um, out young with, with understanding, with understanding family history, with, with, with pursuing an understanding of family history. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it is such a treasure. And I know that I know so many um, genealogists, people who study genealogy say, oh, how I wish I had listened when they were young. And this is what I would love to change. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's starting out small, you know, but I think something like this can grow in so many families and really change um, a family dynamic by connecting connecting across generations. Mm-hmm. I love it. My, my husband's family, he and a couple cousins have done incredible genealogy work on their family and they have gone back to the civil war, the revolutionary war. Mm. Um, they've gone back over to Germany and England and done a ton of research. And the stories that from snippets and letters and um, that they share uh, it is so fun and fascinating. Like they had a, there was stowaways, there were indentured um, servants, there were people lost in wars in Europe, and it is so cool to read those out loud and talk about 
family history and the dynamics in family. <laughs> you know, I said to him like, so the Nereans have also always been a little bit, you know, <laughs> they're, they're always in the midst of something, you know, uh, but it, ju- it does give your kids and you a sense of you're tied to something. You're, there's this great thread that you are really part of something bigger than yourself. And we mm-hmm. all need that. Don't we? Like we're not an Island. We're not alone. Yes. Uh, Dory really connects us um, with each other. So yes, I'm so happy to have you on board, Katie and stay tuned. Cause I think her husband's going to be teaching Shakespeare uh, camps for us this summer too. So we have some yeah. things in the works. Um, you'll be seeing more of the Andrews Potter family. Katie, thanks for joining me today on the podcast. And I hope to see you all at the next show um, when we continue to talk about communication. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you for listening, downloading, and sharing this episode of Soft Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age. This is Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy. Be sure to check out all the other great podcasts at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, as well as our classes, ebooks, testing, and academic advising and career counseling at truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com. We'll see you next week as we begin to explore the soft skills of creativity on our journey, True North.